Are you ready to live the life you were meant to live? Is it time to step up and strive to reach your fullest potential? Will you dare to take the bold steps to drive your business and your life to the next level? Then you're ready to live in abundance, passion, and joy. You are ready to be a maverick. Join Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Mavericks Do It Different podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of Mavericks Do It Different podcast. And I'm your host, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. And this is where we do it different. Talk about the components that create your life and create your business to be something more something that you want in your world and your future. And today we've got a special guest, Brian Smith. And Brian's the founder of The Presence Project and also lead coach of the Warrior Mindset Program. Man, just those terms alone has me fascinated with what's going on. His mission, the mission of the organization is to eradicate anxiety and depression. Brian considers himself a lifelong student, has obtained certifications in yoga, meditation, breathwork, and fitness, but is adamant that the most important knowledge came from his own battle over anxiety and depression. Please welcome Brian Smith to the podcast. Brian, welcome. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for having me. It is a, a thrill to have you here, and I want to start off by explaining to me what is the Presence Project, and why did you start it? So I started the Presence Project out of a necessity that I began to see in my own life, and that's really evolved over, over a number of years, um, but it, it really started as a personal development program. And, and that's, that was really the main focus. And, and it's really evolved into a project, which, you know, I'll get into over the course of our, our conversation here. But um, as far as, you know, anxiety and depression is concerned, this has really been, you know, the main focus and the, and the drive behind, you know, the presence project and um, really, you know, finding an eradication for it and not just merely management and coping mechanisms, which is something that I saw in my own life through meditation, breathwork, yoga, and these different things that I was merely managing and coping through life and not really accessing my innate full potential in life. And, and then the, the more I started to see that in myself, the more I began to see it in my clients and, and just, you know, people around me is, is that we merely manage and cope through life. And we really need to access our, our just limitless potential and greatness. And that's, that's the idea behind it. What do you mean by, by coping mechanisms uh, versus, and, and it sounds like what you're saying is coping mechanisms versus actually uh, eradicating it or, Give me some distinctions as to what's that difference. Yeah. So from what I started seeing, again, this is personally in my life through things like meditation and breath work, you know, especially studying in, in India and yoga and these different things, it, it was all very passive and, you know, just being okay. I, I had a lot of teachers that would just say, you know, whatever you're thinking, it's okay. It's okay. No matter how negative and, and demoralizing that it was at times, which, you know, at one end of the spectrum, I do understand our mind is going to have negative thoughts, but at the end of the day, we do have to take action on that negativity and, and that, 
really, um, again, yeah, just very, you know, demoralizing aspects of, of our thought process. And if we're not taking that action, then it's never going to change. And that's, that's what happened to me over a number of years. Again, and I was ending up in these very high states of anxiety and overwhelm, and then these deep states of depression, because I was just merely being okay with feeling terrible and miserable all the time. There seems to be in our society an acceptance of uh, negative thoughts, an acceptance of depression, an acceptance of, instead of the understanding that we don't have to live like that. Mm -hmm. We have a choice and we can take control of it. And that sounds like that's your message. Yes, 100%. And, um, and it's funny that you, you, know, you bring up society because you know, there, obviously there's a societal standpoint that is making it like, oh, it's just a normal state of consciousness that we just have to merely manage and cope with. And the, the stance of the Presence Project and the, um, the warrior mindset is that it's not normal. It's not a normal state of consciousness, that it's an altered state that we do have control over. And, but then also this, like the yogic and the philosophical and the more theoretical standpoint from the spiritual side makes it, it's a, it's a different message in vernacular, but it's basically at the foundation, the same of it's, it's a normal state. It's okay. You just have to merely manage and cope with it. But through these techniques, instead of what society is saying is more of consumption of material and the other side is saying more consumption of the spiritual, uh, but there's somewhere in between and that's taking action on our own thought process. Yeah, that that you don't have to live like that. And I, I've often talked about the the dichotomy of if you're depressed or you more importantly even uh show up and say oh man i'm i'm just you know i'm not feeling it today mm -hmm. people are all accepting of that yeah and they're like well why oh i don't know i just am not not feeling it mm -hmm. versus if you showed up and said i'm ecstatic <laughs> and then you asked them why and they're like i don't know <laughs> they'd lock you up like mm -hmm. and and why is it that we accept the negative as if oh yeah that's our that's our status quo that's our baseline of where we all must start instead of living continuously in that happy continuously in in euphoria why why can't we be there i think that has a lot to do with finding your purpose you know you're finding your purpose in life like there's so many of us that have accepted mediocrity and averageness like average existence in life and uh and think that there's no way out of it and a lot of that comes down to societal conditioning a lot of that comes down to spiritual conditioning and and not really making our own decisions or feeling that we have the ability to take control over one our minds and then our our own lives yeah so so we can take control Oh, we for can't sure. make a difference in our future. Yep. And that message alone is so powerful. Uh, so few people understand that they have control over their future. Mm -hmm. And that, that core belief, that alone can move people past uh, so many challenges in their world. Uh, with, with all that you're doing, explain the Warrior Mindset Program and, and what you do to help people get results. So 
the warrior mindset, I like to call it the warrior mindset. This is a really popular word right now, having this warrior mindset. And I just, I love it. And it just resonates so deep with me. Um, so that's really why I wanted to name it the warrior mindset. But what it comes down to is really going to battle with these negative thoughts. Because, you know, for a long time, I was very passive. Um, and, and I was, you know, really not taking action on that thought process. And it drove me deeper into depression, deeper and deeper. And, and, you know, almost an illusion of coming out of it and then going back in it. And it wasn't until I really snapped into it and said, I'm taking action on these thoughts. Yeah. And, and this was after years of being trained in the opposite way with, you know, Eastern meditation and yoga and all of these things. It was more of accepting all of this stuff, which at at the end of the day, you do have to accept it, but then you take action on it, you know, not just accept it and just be passive for the rest of your life, you know, take action on these thoughts. And a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, affirmation, auto suggestion and persistence, consistency, um, training, self-discipline, self-motivation, you know, not needing, you know, somebody to, you know, kick you in the butt every day to get going. Like you have to do this all yourself. And and that's what it's all about. Developing the, developing the confidence, the self-motivation to continuously grow in life and, and then finding your true aim, which is essentially life purpose, but a little bit higher than that. So I do like to use Arnold Schwarzenegger as an example of this. He had the life purpose of becoming the most famous bodybuilder of all time, which he did. And then he went and wanted to become the biggest star in Hollywood, which he did, and then governor. And then it just, his trajectory just kept getting higher and higher. And, you know, we all know that he accomplished everything. And then you take a man like Robin Williams, who had a life purpose of winning an Oscar, becoming very famous. And we all know how his story ended because he just, he stopped at that level and right. realized that just life purpose and, and attaining a goal isn't going to cure us of our depression and, and our negative thought patterns. It's a bit more than that. You know, and, and it's, it's the moving the line. And I hear exactly what you're saying. It, it's, mm -hmm. you gotta keep moving the bar. Yeah. Because complacency is so easy to step into. Oh yeah. And I, I remember I went to run a half marathon once and I was so focused on running the half marathon. And, and so I got into training. I ran every day. I got up to it. Then when I ran the half marathon, guess what I did right after that? I stopped running. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I forgot to do another goal. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're saying is you, you, you can't rest on your laurels, mm -hmm. if you will. You've got to keep moving and, and understanding that there's a growth, a, another growth spurt for you. There's another level to, to extend to mm -hmm. and never stop because yeah. um, there's an old expression from uh, Plato. Uh, if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm -hmm. And to pay real close attention to that process. Mm -hmm. Every day we must. That's uh, it. You and I are in such alignment. It's so such a pleasure to get to know you and to share you with our audience member. I appreciate um, that. With, with all that you do, I know it's important to get this message and to understand, to control your life. 
how do mentors and guidance and 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 other people in our life how does that affect us what's what's the key to that i think it's an absolute necessity because i was again and then everything that i teach and i talk about is all from direct experience of making a ton of mistakes and luckily having the awareness to own up to those mistakes and then and then remedy them in some way so i was always somebody who really wanted to do everything on my own and and it was a key reason for overwhelm for anxiety and then driving me into depression because i was just staying stuck with my own limited perspective and that's the biggest thing of having mentors having guidance your perspective expands in so many different ways and it, it just unlocks different levels of, of your own thinking. And it's not, and it's not about adopting somebody else's perspective. It's listening to somebody else's perspective to expand your own and to come up with your own ideas, your own equation. I like to say like in the warrior mindset, we're look, we're trying to find our equation for development, for personal development and expansion. Right. And we do that through, you know, uh, through the, the experiences of other people, right? So we always, no matter what we're doing, we're always influenced by others. So to, to seek out that influence is just incredibly important in the process. Yeah, it reminds me of a quote from Einstein, uh, a person cannot solve the challenge that they created with the same mind that created it. Mm -hmm. And so you need that stimulus from the outside world to create new synapses, yeah. create new ideas that help you move forward to the next level, to move forward to solve those challenges that you ended up immersed in, yep. which is that overwhelm and that anxiety and that depression that can set in. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's so amazing. And, and I went through a similar journey in my early years. I was very much a, a independent uh, listen, I'll do it myself. I got this. And knowing that you cannot grow in isolation. Yeah. You've got to have that stimulus and that collaboration with other people to create the, the next level of what you want to accomplish. And it's so easy to get caught in your chit chat. Oh yeah, you know. for sure. Uh, fascinating component. Um, and we, we've talked so much with your presence project and your warrior mindset, anything that you'd like to share with the audience as far as um, who you are and what you do and, and what makes you different? What makes me different is I've developed my own experience and perspective on things like, for example, meditation, breath work, and how to make them really practical and effective. So a lot of the times when it comes to like these spiritual modalities, we we have this this image that pops in our head and maybe a lot of judgment and that it's like this woo-woo stuff even though like now there's tons of science to back it up but um right. but there's also this other component where we think that we have to uh compartmentalize everything so i really have been able to like merge everything together into one practice and then take away some of the you know, more um, esoteric components that that really make everything so confusing. And then also all the information out there on every subject, you know, at a click of a button, I hear it all the time with meditation, 
you know, I'll Google meditation. There's so much information that I'm overwhelmed. Right. So we live in this time where having all the information is a absolute blessing. We have all the information from human history right here on our computers. And it also has this negative effect of, uh, I like to call it analysis paralysis, where we just read, 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 dive into more information we never actually implement. So implementing the information in the simplest, most effective way is really what the Presence Project is all about. You know, making this easily digest- digestible and practical for daily use. It's so interesting. And, and people may have missed it only. A lot of your training was in India, was in spiritual lands where mm-hmm. you, you absolutely focused in on the, the real deal, went back to the roots of, of where this all started. Yeah. And yet it sounds like you've, you've learned to morph that into a new system that can activate in today's society. Yeah. Talk just a little bit about some of that differential and you've mentioned it and I'm almost surprised uh, Mm -hmm. because so many people, oh man, and they'll, they'll strut their stuff. Oh, I studied in India Mm -hmm. and you almost take it and go, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Explain. You know, I really just started to see that, you know, it doesn't have to be one or the other, you know, it doesn't have to be like, I'm a yogi and I, I meditate for an hour or two hours a day and I do the stretches and all these different things. Or, you know, I spent a lot of time in South America and and those traditions. And, um, you know, it's a lot of it is, you know, spending time by yourself in the woods and doing all these ceremonies and and all these different things. And, and it really takes us away from society. And the whole you know, the, the, the conversation is always, we want to make the world better, right? We want to make the world a better place. We want to help people. And we can't do that if we're retreating from society and, and going internal just all the time and, and, and not being a part of, you know, the, the growth process of the collective as a whole. So I started to see that there was this underlying message of retreat instead of, you know, action toward, what we see as as problems in society and and you know being able to fuse those two together and and be in the middle somewhere you know because like we say like there's there's problems in society there's problems in the spiritual community and getting somewhere in between that i think is is really where the answer is there's a there's a ton of people that are going to gravitate towards you because you aren't that guy Mm -hmm. you are not the the woo-woo and that you're bringing that information, though, with great understanding and having trained in it into yeah. the, what we might consider the present day and saying, hey, here's how to utilize it in a real world day to day in your life right now and mm-hmm. create a magnitude of results. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of results. And, you know, it's uh, it's just yeah, it's incredibly, you know, just important because, you know, there's so much good, there's so many good people and so much good in the world. And, you know, too often, again, like both sides focus in on like the negative, like the negative and the, and the problems. And and don't get me wrong, we have to see this, right. And accept it. But then we have to really focus in on, okay, like, how can I contribute to the, um, you know, the betterment of society in whatever way that is. And we all have our own unique way to do that. And it's finding that. And again, that that's more of 
you know, the, the finding our true aim and, and then just walking toward it. Love that. Love that. We're going to go right into what I call the lightning round just to get to for all the audience. And we've got people listening from all around the world to get to know you maybe on a personal level, just a little bit, pull yeah. back the curtain. So a couple quick questions. What is your favorite book? My favorite book, I would have to say, is Man and His Symbols by um, Young. Really? Carl Young, yeah. Yeah, he's my uh, favorite. Uh, love that. Love uh, the the author. Um, yeah. And I don't know the book. What's uh, The Man and His Symbols? Uh, give me a uh, synopsis. So it's it's a lot about um, working with the dreams and the subconscious mind. So this is the first book that I read about sub, the subconscious and collective state and Jungian psychology in general. Right. And I just fell in love with with uh, his view on the mind and um, the psyche and everything. It's really he's just super intelligent person. But this book is really great for the layman. Um, I've read the Red Book by him, and it's very yep very intellectual and, and a, a tough read but um but man and his symbols was actually written for the lay person so if anybody oh, wants crazy. to dive into yeah the subconscious it's like incredibly beautifully written book i i have not read it i will definitely look it up uh your favorite movie my favorite movie is the shawshank redemption oh awesome yeah, uh, I, I agree it's definitely in my top 10 yeah uh, yeah phenomenal uh, just the message alone is uh, mm -hmm. with hope and vision, you can create, you can live a, a great life yeah. regardless of where you start. Exactly. And yeah. going through the, uh, through the sewer yeah. to get yeah. there. That's it. Yeah. Um, whatever your def definition of sewer is, yeah. exactly. uh, it, it, you, you can get through it. Mm -hmm. Your favorite singer or band? My favorite band right now at least is Nako and medicine for the people they're like a folk reggae type band um oh. he's really really good he has sort of like his own sound um which he's just really really great so uh yeah then uh very cool yeah well uh appreciate all this brian you are amazing love talking to you we could Thank you. probably talk for hours and hours and hours about philosophy and about psychology and really what happens on the internal components of the human mind and mm -hmm. what creates a great life. Uh, with all the people that are listening, final words. Final words, lean in. Just lean into it. Love that. Yeah. Uh, yes, lean in, take action, mm -hmm. take control of your world and uh, make it happen. Oh my yeah. gosh. Such great message, such a great uh, presence. Love what you're doing. Continue with your, your journey. Continue with your passion. You're serving the world. Really appreciate that. Everyone here, we have all Brian's information right here. Go ahead and look below. You'll see the description. You'll see a link to connect with him. Absolutely reach out. He's a phenomenal human being doing phenomenal work go reach out to him and this is the do it different podcast i am paul fink the maverick millionaire i am your host till next time everyone
Be good. Thanks for being here today. As we close out this episode, which inspired you to be even more of a maverick, be sure to leave us a five-star review and share this episode with a friend. As our gift to you, be sure to go to themaverickuniverse.com where you can download your free copy of the Maverick Manifesto. Until next time, dare to be different. Dare to be a maverick.